Okay, welcome everyone to this episode of Music and Mindset, where we enter the mind of heavyweights from the music industry and find out how their mindset has made them who they are today. I had the pleasure of meeting today's guest recently, virtually of course, and I know it's someone who's got so much to share. This guy has been around the music industry for over 10 years, despite only being a young guy himself, coming up with banger after banger after banger, working with big names in the Asian music scene, such as Amon Heya, Rackstar, and now building a formidable partnership with Rishi Rich. This guy has got what you need. If it's romantic love songs, he's got it. <laughs> if it's old school Pangra, you've got it. If it's R&B, if it's English, if it's Indian music, whatever it is, this guy is multi-talented in so many different genres. It's your boy from Birmingham. It's Jagdar. Welcome, brother. Thank you for having me again, man. That was probably one of the best introductions I've ever had. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's all true as well, so it's easy, it's easy to write when it's true. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. How are you doing? Are you good? Yeah, I'm doing really well, thank you. And you, how's, how's lockdown treating you? It's good, it's man. A weird time. It is a really weird time. Uh, took a bit of time to adjust to it, but um, I think I'm I'm well adjusted now. And then, yeah, doing okay. How about you? How's it been for you? Yeah, things things are. It's I mean, it's such a strange period of time. It's uh, it's challenging keeping active. It's a real test of people's mindset. We, I mean, we're here to talk about the mind today. Yeah. And the coronavirus lockdown, everything that's going on in society right now. You know, the things yeah. in the news is a real challenge and it's a challenge of how we're going to bounce back from the challenges that we face, how we're going to overcome them. It's, it's It can be really difficult. Yeah, definitely. No, 100% agree. I mean, it was it, it happened so suddenly and I think we didn't have time to almost prepare for it. No, none of us really did, uh, putting us into sort of unfamiliar circumstances. So yeah, it, it, it's definitely been a crazy time. It is. I mean, it's you know one of the things that people love generally is control over their circumstances. But right now we just have so little control and it's about navigating this period of time. Exactly that. Yeah, no, 100% agree. So, I mean, like I mentioned in the intro, you've been around the industry for over 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's, you know, it's, it's incredible to see your journey. How old were you when you say you really started getting into this? Um, I would have been, when I sort of really started to, uh, you know, look into music and look into being an artist, a singer, it, it was probably around 14, 15 years old. But right. prior to that, I had been learning and I had been, you know, a big music head, listening to loads of music. So, but when I sort of decided, yeah, I want to give it a go, it was probably when I was around 14, 15. Okay. And so I want to go back to those to those times when you were just starting out because of course people look at you now and see the success they see the millions of views on youtube yeah. <laughs> they see the tracks with rishi rich they see all these things that are happening and of course people look at that and think it's overnight yeah you know yeah, yeah. it's one of the things that people see when they see successful people like wow they're just there just but they don't see the struggle do they they don't see how you got to that point in the yeah. first place yeah talk talk to me about that because you know as a young indian guy a career in music doesn't always sound good to the older generation, yeah, does it? Of course. It doesn't sound like, you know, I'm going to do that and it's going to be so supportive. So how did you fall into that? And how did you approach those early years where, you know, you weren't as well known as you are today? I think um, you put spot on there, especially in an Asian household, they, they want you to go for the, you know, conventional, you know, professions and go to university and all that kind of stuff. Um, and and I never did, I never rushed into it. I never rushed into the industry. I never sort of, um, you know, went all in into it. And I, I did have a backup plan. So I did go to university, did get my degree. And because I did my research and I did, every, you know, all the, you know, I, I took it slowly, slowly, you know, I didn't really rush into anything. 
I understood that with music in particular, things, as you already said, don't happen overnight. And it takes years and years and years of, of graft and hard work and dedication. And even then, you may still not get anywhere with it and not get anywhere to the extent that you, you may not be doing it full time or you may, you know, you may not be where you want to be. So I always knew that I would need a backup plan. And, and I think that's when the family were a bit okay with it when they knew that, okay, Mundahun, you know, he's going to university and what, whatnot. But, but they, they were fully supportive of me because they knew that I was doing it for the right reasons, right? It was purely the passion of music. And it, I think it's because of that that I've been doing it for so long. Uh, right. because as you can imagine i think if, if you're doing it for all these wrong reasons after a year or two when you don't see any results which i didn't see you know especially in the first three four years i didn't see much or anything happening actually um i think um you know th- the fact that i had so much passion for music and creating music that was what really kept me going was was that passion itself so yeah, it was difficult, definitely, to, to, to put it simply. Initially, it was very difficult. And, and being the first person in my family to do music as well, like no one in my family had had pursued it in that respect or w- was really interested in doing anything, even musically with instruments. I'll, there was no one really in my immediate family. So it was a sudden shock. But I think when you openly communicate and, and you, you t- talk, I think that's a problem as well. I don't want to generalise too much, but in Asian households, maybe, you know, that there's not that open communication um so uh thankfully you know i was you know quite communicative with with my family and stuff so yeah that i mean that is such an important point there's there's a few things that you you touched on there you know you you see a lot of people who <clears throat> when you're talking about you know having a backup plan and you you're kind of in that situation where you you're concentrating on two things at the same time you've got this passion for music and you've got this other thing that you know you kind of have to do and I find that really interesting because there's a lot of people out there who are in a job or doing something that they don't necessarily love doing but they know that it pays the bills and they know that it you know helps them in a certain way but they've got this side hustle or they've got this other thing that they want to do that they're really passionate about but they do give up because they don't see the results or they don't see it through what kept you going when it was the time in your life where it's like I'm doing this music stuff, it's probably going to be more comfortable for me just to go down the traditional route, get a degree, follow that, get a job, not necessarily love it, but get a you know well-paying job. What kept the fire burning with music for you? I think it, it is just the music. Um, I know I've said it before, it's the passion of music and creating music. And, and for me, uh, you know, I'm so driven with music because it doesn't feel like work. I know you, you know, you've talked about it being a side hustle, but whenever I'm putting any time into music, it's, it doesn't feel like work. And, and obviously it is tiring and you do put a lot more hours in than you would do conventionally for anything else. But, um, it doesn't feel like you're working hard, if that makes sense. I mean, um, and, and it's because of that, that I think you can continuously do that and put X amount of hours into it. Um, and, and for me, you know, what is success? I mean, it's so difficult to, um, you know, explain. It's, I think it's different for every person what success is. I mean, for me personally, it's, it's for me, I've, I've sort of, my mindset is that me doing music and, and releasing music, that in itself is success, no matter how, you know, how the song's perceived or whatever it may be. So I think even at the beginning, my mindset was that I was successful because I was, you know, releasing music. I was working with people, which, you know, I had idolized growing up. So for me, that was me, you know, uh, sort of going up the ladder slowly, slowly getting to where I want to be. Um, 
So yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what really kept me going at the beginning was the fact that you know um, I felt like I was almost successful because I was doing everything I wanted to do in that time, and sort of yeah. That's fascinating to me um, because you know you already felt that you were successful and it wasn't work for you; it was a passion. So you enjoyed every moment of doing it, and so many people think that unless they're achieving a certain target, they're not successful, right? And and that's such a shame because it's once we have these unrealistic expectations of where we should go it's, and we don't meet them, then we just feel like a failure. But that wasn't the case for you. It doesn't sound like you felt like you were succeeding no matter what you were doing. Well, it's, well, it, initially it was. I mean, you hit the nail on the head there, especially in the music industry. Uh, I know we're talking about that in particular. Um, in, in a time where I came out when I released my first song, you know, buying views, buying followers, buying likes, all that kind of stuff was at the forefront, especially in the Asian industry. And yeah. I can put my hand on my heart and say I never did any of that. And you can see over time there was an organic, you know, um, you know, increase in, in, in my followers and all that kind of stuff. You know, there were so many people buying millions of views and all that kind of stuff. And and at the beginning, it did get to me, you know, being completely honest, it did get to me because people would always compare me, you know, somebody who hasn't, you know, gone down that route. Oh, why, why, do, why don't you have this many views? Why don't you have that many likes? Or why is that not happening for you? So initially, when I released the first song, that was a huge learning curve for me. Not so much musically, but but mentally, because you realise what, what comes with it all, you know, um, whether it's through you know, obviously being in the public eye, what comes through, you know, with what fans say, with what extended family say, you know, it that first song was where I think I really learned how to deal with the whole music scene and 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 learn what to expect, but also how to deal with with certain outcomes. So um, it didn't happen straight away. It wasn't like straight away I, I, I was I felt like I was successful. Um, it, it, it sort of it was after that first song that's when I started to develop that mindset that okay yeah that that might not be happening for me because it's so easy to compare as well especially with social media right and that that again was at the time where I was trying to not do that so now I'm at a place where you know as I said I do feel like any step is is, is sort of almost a step it's a progression right because if you don't struggle for something you you'll never really fully appreciate what what you've got if that makes any sense so so like if for example in my first song I've released it and you know I became a superstar international superstar I don't think I would appreciate as much as if you know it's taken me this long to get to where I am now but I appreciate so much more if that makes sense um so yeah it didn't happen straight away it was definitely a learning curve so I think yeah to anyone that's listening I was I didn't have that mindset straight away it was I had to go through that process myself definitely Right. And that process that you're talking about is sometimes we kind of get into a bit of a crossroads in life where, you know, we want something and it's not really happening. And a lot of people can give up at that stage because they're not seeing the results. And, and you mentioned the word there, progress, which is, for me, is the key. It's like there is no, there is no moment in your life where you're going to click your fingers and think, I've made it. There's always going to be another step forward there's, there's always going to be something hurdle. else to achieve yeah and so for me it sounds like you were looking at this as how do i improve not why isn't it working yeah would you say that's true yeah i think so definitely um i never thought of myself as a finished article so i always knew i needed improving on and and um because i feel like if you think you're there already then then what's the point almost you know you're you're at you're sort of gonna plateau aren't you i mean if you think you're at the best then how can you 
improve on what you're doing yourself. So yeah, I, I saw it in that, definitely I was in that mindset where I, I tried to look at it as progression. Okay, so what's happened with this release? Okay, that's happened, that's happened. Okay, let's see where we can improve on for the next release and, and so forth. So um and again, it just all went down, came to the music really. I mean, it was always the music that was a driving force behind it. That's that's a, such an amazing a comment because you know one of the things I speak to people a lot about is forget being a perfectionist. Yeah, because yeah. there is no such thing as perfection. You'll never there get there anyway. Yeah, yeah. You could technically make well, there is no technicality of making a perfect song. But even if you thought you did do something perfectly, it's not going to please everyone. There's right. always going to be that one person that says no. I can hear this happening in there in the mix or whatever it may be. Um, so in music, you can't be perfect. It's impossible. And I think that's what makes music so perfect. You know, so perfect in, in, in quotation marks that because it yeah. is so imperfect. It's it's not. It's it's never going to be there. So um, yeah, that's something that you have to let go of very very early. I think definitely. And I think that's a great lesson for life. Yeah, you know, yeah. Te- that's something that you know you've experienced within the music industry, but people experience that every single day, no matter what they want to do in their life. That that. Um, fixation on being perfect all the time it's so draining it is and if you look at your uh, whatever you're doing in life if you look at it and think okay how do I make it better next time exactly what you said that's where you start to feel good about it because there's always something you can learn and grow yeah yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's all about growing. It's all about improving, and and not taking. It's almost trying to let go of your ego in a sense, and 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 just understand that you're at, at this level, and and you know it takes time. It takes you know, it's it's all a learning process, and that's the way my mind is still today. It's just all a learning process. But that's great, and and you mentioned there about not pleasing everyone. It's like music is such a public facing industry as you are growing and becoming more successful and as you continue to become more successful, you're going to get a lot more supporters. But on the flip yeah, side, yeah, you're probably going to get a lot more yeah. criticism and a lot more haters. 100%, 100%. And um, again, that was something which was very, very difficult for me right at the beginning because it's it's almost trying to get over that 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 insecurity, I think, more than anything. Because when when you're first starting off, you're almost trying to prove yourself. Not only to yourself, but to everyone around you. You're trying to sort of prove that, um, well, that was my mindset then, right at the beginning, was that I need to prove to everybody that I can sing or that, you know, I am an artist, whatever. But now, going through that process, it's sort of, you have to learn and just be comfortable and sort of proud to a certain extent, not 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 talking about sort of ego, but being being confident, I think, in in, in your craft. Because I know I've put so much time and effort into it. I know that... That that to a certain extent I I can do this because again it comes it, it does come from external factors as well as internal so you know the people that I've worked with if if they they've been doing it for twenty thirty years so if if they're telling me you know you can sing then who is Joe Bloggs from the street to say that that you can't so it's a combination of of those people that have have influenced me but also internally it's just trying to get that confidence and and not let it get you down too much I think. How how would what would you say is the difference between like you mentioned there like you a bit earlier letting go of your ego right but then you also need self belief at the same time yeah like how would you describe the difference between those two things it is a really difficult thing to um, explain um, it, it is it's it's hard to explain but what what I mean by that is 
you know, if somebody says something to you and you suddenly jump on them, let's say if somebody said to me, oh, I don't like your song, and then I suddenly jumped back at them and I was like, oh, what, what do you know, blah, 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 blah. No, but, but what I should really do is actually listen to what they're saying. There's two different things. There's obviously constructive criticism and then there's obviously hate. So with, yeah. the, with, the, with the haters that, that, that are, you know, effing and blinding or whatnot, they're the ones that you sort of just push to the side. But when you actually have somebody that comes to you um, and even if you may not know them and they say, okay, that didn't sound too great to me or that didn't sound too great. I do actually take it on board. So that's me acting out of, I would say, I feel like if I did have an ego, I still, would, I still wouldn't listen to them, if that makes sense. So yeah. with the confidence aspect, it's me trying to sort of, it's the belief that I can make those changes to improve. Does that make right. sense? So it, 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 it's hard to explain. It, it's a fine line. That is an amazing distinction. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a yeah. It is. It is a fine line, but um, and it's quite easy to sway in and out. I, I feel, and I probably do. I don't think anyone's perfect, right? So, um, but it's trying to, you know, d- not to think that you're better than anybody, especially in the industry, especially when you're working with people. If if there's ego in in the studio, then I think you, you you're failing straight away as soon as you've walked in. I think definitely. I think. I mean, I just want to re-emphasize your point there because I think it's such a powerful one that self-belief is the belief that you can get better egos about the arrogance that you're good enough and that there's nothing that I need to do to improve right now yeah yeah I think that's the perfect way to summarize it it's such a I mean and that's again lessons for life and that's what that's why we're doing this whole music and mindset series is because there's so many lessons that we can learn from the music industry that we can apply to our life another thing people don't see with music artists i mean this they see the music videos they see you know you're having fun and this looks like an amazing lifestyle (laughs) they see the social media but they don't also realize that you're a human being that goes through every same emotion that everyone else goes through what are the some of the challenges that you faced like alongside your music career how do you feel like you've grown and what are some of the things that you've had to overcome during your lifetime there's quite a lot man i mean i, I always describe the the whole experience as a roller coaster because it goes up and down up and down and and even now there, there's downs of course as well because there's no real structure to music so the best way to to sort of uh, compare it is with school you have exams and if you pass those exams there's certain outcomes right and there's certain professions you can go into which have structure which have support systems with music there's none of that so you have to almost build your own support system within yourself and if you're lucky enough to have family and friends and all that kind of stuff then you can have that support structure there as well um but yeah it's it's been a roller coaster. There's been times where there's nothing, ta- nothing's been happening. It's been really stagnant and and no opportunities. But 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 then again, look now what's happening. Lockdown, Rishi, you know, reaching out to me is such a big high and um and it's important. I mean, what I've had to learn in this process is to try and live in the moment as much as possible. Because with the music industry, there was a time where I was almost anxious about okay, what well what next? What next? What am I going to do next? Uh, how can I do this better? But but sometimes when if you, if you think too much like that, you don't really appreciate what's happening in the moment. So with releases, I wouldn't even pay attention to a couple of releases. I wouldn't even pay attention to what the response was like. I was constantly thinking about, okay, so what's next? What do I do next? Because it was always that worry that that there may not be a next time with, with releasing music because it's so cutthroat. So as I said, there's no support system. There isn't that there. Um, so it's just learning how to live in the moment, to to not think too far ahead, but 
you know, you need you need to have that support system within yourself where because the mind's so fickle, right? You need to always reset every day almost. Um you know, those it was always for me personally, it was always in the mornings I would have these thoughts of, you know, anxious thoughts, I'd say that, that, oh, this isn't happening, that isn't happening. And that's when I started to, you know, meditate in the morning. I don't want to, you know, make it go down to, you know, the religious route, but I think as a sort of generalization, it would be meditation, right? Where you can just sort of, you know, detach from everything and just be in, you know, present in the moment. So that was something which really helped me reset every single day because, as I said, the mind's so fixed even though you know how you're feeling and why you're feeling like that you need to com- continuously remind yourself that this is why it's happening if that makes sense so yeah it does yeah <laughs> it does it is and the mind you're right the mind it is so fickle and it plays tricks on you and it you know tries to convince you that everything's bad when there's so much good happening around you as well and meditation is one of those great uh things that we can do that helps us clear our mind and become present but how did you deal with just in a bit more detail, how did you, other than meditation, how did you deal with those kind of negative thoughts? How did you push them, not necessarily push them out of the, out your mind, but how did you, how did you cope with them or how did you turn them into something positive? Um, I try to use them as motivation in a sense, because I think with anything, the motivation always came from music and that was always the driving force. So if there was a negative sort of thought in my head, I would always try and use those negatives as a positive and almost so for example if somebody would you know slander me online or whatever it may be I would try and use that in a way where I could sort of say you know what no I'm going to continue going because this person wants me to stop this person doesn't want me to continue so in that respect I would try and change that negative energy into positive but but also try and you know work through it as a process as to why is it a negative like what like what is what is making me feel like it is a negative um you know thought so dependent on what it is i mean it's so it's different for every single thought really but um but yeah that's why i think you need to just consistently remind yourself definitely and one of the things one of the things that's so important is to allow yourself to process those feelings because you know so often there's this thing around that's like if you when you have a bad feeling, push it away and don't feel it and pretend it doesn't hurt. And that's so so bad for you to do that to, to push these feelings down. Definitely. And you talked you talked at the start as well about and you you were clear about not generalizing, but you know Asian households sometimes we're not really known for our open communication. Are we? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. a especially the males in the Asian community. We don't really talk that much about feelings. Yeah, we don't really yeah. talk about that kind of stuff. How important is it for you? to be open with your communication as part of your, you know, learning process? It's so, so important because I think when there was a time where I wasn't that open, I would bottle things up and it would make things 10 times worse. So if you have that person that you can just talk to, even just talk to about what's going through your head, it helps so much because it helps you process it and learn from it as well. Whereas if you're not speaking to anybody and these thoughts are just going through your mind, your mind will just make it, a lot worse than it actually is. Whereas if you talk to somebody about it, they can offer solutions, but also you speaking it out loud. And often I do speak to myself. I'm a bit of a crazy person. Sometimes I actually do, you know, speak to myself. So yeah. if you just hear it out and actually it just helps you to process, you know, the information that's going on in your head because so many things are going on in everybody's head, you know, consistently all the time. So just to slow down and actually talk about it, it's so important. So anyone that's listening, I really, really recommend just talking to somebody about, you know, what's going on. I 
echo your statements completely. And and you're right about talking about it because I, I was having this conversation with someone that I was working with and it feels to me that like when you don't talk about things and you bottle them up, it's almost like trapped energy in your body. And the moment you talk about it and you release it, it's such a like, oh, thank God I've talked about that. Or you get to the point where you've said it out loud and you're like, I'm kind of over that now because I've had the chance to say it, you know, but holding it back and hoping it goes away just is not going to happen. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything you've just said there. It, it hits the nail on the head. Um, yeah, it, it's just it just helps you understand what's happening in your mind. I think I uh, definitely recommend just speaking to people, being open about how you're feeling. I don't think there is any positive with keeping stuff in. You know, there's, there's yeah. it's just going to make things worse. Worse. Definitely. That's, I mean, it's, it's so true. So just to fast forward to where we're currently at right now with you and your career, huge things going on with you and Rishi Rich. That must feel like a dream come true for you. Yeah, definitely. And and I made it quite apparent online and, and you know, on social media because I wanted people to realise that, yeah, it was a dream come true for me. I don't think people really express, you know, personal feelings like that too often because they want, they want to sort of show this, you know, public figure and, and whatnot. But it was a genuine... Um, dream come true and I, I feel like you know going through that whole process and still going through that process I've learned how to really appreciate what happened um and 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 it's if I didn't go through that process I wouldn't really truly appreciate what's happened as well so I'm really thankful for all those you know down moments um because they've helped me you know appreciate so many things in life a lot more now so you know there's negative times those down times those sad times there's a purpose I feel to all of all of those times and even now you know we're talking about you know big things happening now but even now there is still those times where you have down times it's still you know it's just different problems different struggles that you go through so I feel like it's never going to stop there's always going to be struggles there's always going to be problems and it's just you've just got to learn how to deal with them and um and learn how to not let it get you down for too long really it's key. That is key. It's, you know, I think everyone is going to go through struggles in life. We try and avoid these problems, like we can run away from them or like we think that life is better if you have fewer problems. But really life is better when you know how to bounce back from your problems. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, I think, yeah, I 100% agree. I, I don't think anyone's life will will be problem free. Let's put it that way. I mean, yeah. the better you are dealing with problems, the better your life will be, I, I think, essentially. And, and the only way you'll get better is if you really push, put yourself out there and, and, and go far and beyond than what you're currently doing. I think going out of your comfort zone in particular, it, it's the hardest thing to do, but it can be the most rewarding. Let's talk about that because you're in a, you know, you weren't, like you say, you weren't born a, a singer and, well, you know, you Destiny-wise, yes, you've been born a singer, but I mean, like you didn't come out of the wombs being able to sing and being yeah. able to perform and all yeah. this. They learned skills. How did it feel the first time, like being in front of the mic in a studio, being on stage in front of people? How did you deal with that? Because, you know, public speaking is one of the biggest fears people have. Yeah. And you're talking about singing yeah. and performing in front of people. How did you find that when you first started getting into it? The first time I was ever on stage was um, I was a part of a Pungra group. So I used to do some Pungra dancing and um, that was when I was about five, six years old. I did that for a couple of years. But singing was a completely different thing. And I remember I was shaking, I was sweating. I remember the first time I went on stage. It was I was scared, man. I was really scared because... Um, no one had heard me really sing. My friends were pushing me to do it. And, and you know, there's that expectation. Um, and there's 
all these thoughts going through your head, oh my God, what if this happens? What if that happens? And all you're thinking about is all the things that could possibly go wrong. That's that's what your mind is 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 really constantly thinking about. So it was difficult. It was really scary. I mean, but as with anything, I think the more times you do it, the better you get at coping with all those things. Um, even now, when I go on stage, there's the nerves are there, but the nerves are there. I think as a positive because it keeps you in check. It it, it kind of makes sure you don't do anything stupid. Probably would end up doing something stupid anyway, but but it, it kind of limits what could possibly go wrong. So nerves are good, um, but but I think it's that first time you do it is the hardest thing. It's getting yeah. out of that comfort zone and and just going for it. And I think if you do it once, if you just push yourself and do it once, the second, third, fourth, fifth time, it just gets easier and easier the, the, the more times you do it. So um, yeah, it's just that first time. It's the first time I think that was was really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, and, and you're right. It's your mind's going to tell you all the things that could go wrong and make up things that could go wrong and yeah, it's just the, yeah. in, in your mind it's the worst possible scenario yeah. ever I, I remember the first time i was going to sing and i was like oh my god what if what if i fall over that was the one thing going through my head don't fall over don't fall over and, <laughs> and, and i was just like that was the one of the, even thinking back now i'm thinking why was that the thing that i was thinking about the right, most falling right. over i was standing still how could I possibly fall over? Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, uh, I think your mind can can just um, you know just make things a lot worse than they actually are. Did you did you give yourself like a pep talk going into that? And even that your mind's kind of giving you these crazy thoughts like don't fall over, don't mess up. How did you kind of quiet that voice enough to get you through that first performance? Um, I think I think I did a little prayer to be honest. I closed my eyes, just tried to detach from the situation I was in, the noise and all that kind of stuff. And I just sort of did a little prayer, you know, please be with me, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and you know, I do sometimes say that to myself, you know, you can do this, whatever, you know, and just try and motivate myself in that respect. But but also, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm here now. I've got no choice. People expect me to go on stage. I might as well just do it, you know, and do it to the best of my ability. So... Yeah, I think I think that definitely helped. And also, um, cricket, I used to play cricket quite a lot. And I think sports helped me quite a lot as well, because the more you train, the more you, you know, you, you, you the more hours you spend, you know, bowling, you know, batting, you're only going to get better at it. So I kind of, when I was young, you know, I used that as, as sort of a, a thing to, to bring into music, the more time I spend, you know, practicing and, and you know, doing whatever I did musically the more time I spent doing it I knew that I would only get better um so I use that as a sort of a tool as well yeah you you it's I think with any skill music sports anything in life there's that period of time where you just think I'm I'm not getting this like I'm not good at it I can't do it you know it's so frustrating but the more you spend time on your skill and it sounds so obvious when you say it out loud, the more time you spend, the better you get at it. But again, the mind messes with people and it's like, you're never going to get this. You're not good enough for this. And you have to kind of break through that mental barrier. And, you know, people talk about mental toughness a lot in sport, but it's the same with the music industry. You have to kind of get that mental toughness to say, even if I fall down and fail, I'm going to get back up and do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. And, and uh, it's such a difficult thing to do. Um, uh, it's so, as you said, it's so much easier said than done, really. Um, but it's it's sort of trying to again go back to the root of why you're doing it. So with me, it was that passion of of music, and if something went wrong, if I did something incorrectly, I would be like, no, okay, I'm not going to stop. I need to go back and improve myself on it because this is what I want to do. Like, there's no other thing that, that that I'm more passionate about. So 
because I am so passionate about it, I think that's what's never stopped me, you know, continuing and going forward. So, and again, it, for sportsmen as well, I think it's the same thing. You know, they love playing, they love, you know, their sport, and and it's. I mean, all the biggest sports sportsmen, you know, they never give up. And I think it's just it's it's obviously easier said than done. But if you have that drive and the passion, then really you can do whatever you put your heart to. So, yeah, yeah. I, um, I agree. I think. Um, Again, one of the you touched on it there. Knowing why you're doing something it really helps you get through those dark days. You know, like when it's not going the way you want it to. When you know maybe your record at the start wasn't getting as many views or downloads as you'd have hoped, and you start questioning yourself, like, why am I still doing this? And it's on those days it's so important to remind yourself, why am I doing this? Why is it important to me? What is the benefit of me doing this? And if I and if and if I stop right now, what will I miss out on? Because the regret that you'd hold if you gave up. Yeah, it would it'd be, it'd be the worst thing. Yeah, it'd be the worst. That that um, regret is the one thing that I, I'm scared about the most is regretting doing something, not not giving it another go. Because you know, another just that one more song could have been you know the the key to. Because everyone always says, that, especially the people you know that are older than me that I look up to in the industry, people like Rishi Amanheya, the people that you mentioned, they've always said one thing, and that is one song can make somebody. And so that really rung quite strongly in my head. And I thought, you know, okay, this song didn't do too well, but the next one could, the next one could. So it's always having that bit of hope, but backing that hope with hard work and making sure that you are going about it the right way. Um but but you know you mentioned again get you know views and 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 streams and all that kind of stuff that's that did used to get to me and 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 you have to just keep reminding yourself that as we said mind's so fickle that these same problems do sometimes still come up and you've just got to keep reminding yourself why are you doing it just go back to that root cause just wake up in the morning why am i doing this this is why i'm doing it and then you just sort of get your head down and and you know carry on one of the things I think people get seduced by a lot is things like, you know, let's take, for example, social media likes and views and all those kind of things that people think are a measure of success. The problem with it is, is say you start out at zero and you get your first hundred likes and then you get a thousand and then you get a million. There'll never be a point where you're satisfied, will they? They'll never, never, never. Like, as soon as you get to a million, you'll want two. And as soon as you get to two, you'll want 10. So these things that we measure our life by, they're not important, which I think is so great what you're saying about reminding yourself why you're doing it in the first place you're not doing it for the likes you're doing it no. for the love yeah, yeah of yeah. the industry 100 percent. and I've, i actually said that recently on one of my posts um story posts I, I i was saying that you know views and all that kind of stuff they're just numbers and they are just numbers you don't know what the people are feeling behind those numbers so when people actually message me comment or whatever it may be i read all those comments and i i respond to uh, I would say 99% of them if I miss any I'm sorry uh, but um, they're what really help motivate me more and and you know that connects with me a lot more than, than numbers do and and going back to social media I think when it comes to mental health I think it can be such a dangerous place social media can be because it, you can you can instantly compare yourself to somebody who is in a completely different stage of life completely different circle and you can I was speaking to my friends about this as well, and they were saying the same thing. They they sometimes found themselves, you know, scrolling on Instagram, wherever, whatever it may be, and and almost coming out of that, you know, ten second scroll with a negative thought or a negative mindset, thinking, "Oh, I wish I was doing this. I wish I was doing that." And and that's why it can be such a such a you know unhealthy 
you know, platform to be on. And I think you really need to make sure you're on it again for the right reasons. And, and you don't let, you know, all that, the world of numbers get to you too much because it can, I know a lot of people that it has affected and then, and they go and breaks off social media. Even me personally, I remember I, I, I said, you know, I'm going to go off social media because it didn't serve a purpose for me. I had, um, I had a knee operation and I wasn't going to do anything on, on social media. I just said, guys, I want to be off social media. It's not going to serve a purpose for me because I'm only on social media for music. And that, that is literally it. Um, so, you know, it, it can be a dangerous place. So, I th- I th- and I think there's not enough education regarding that, to be honest, um, regarding how it can actually mentally affect you. Uh, you're, you're so right. It's a very, very dangerous place because, you know, people compare, like you say, people compare their lives against other people's lives. But the thing with social media is they're comparing it against someone else's best day or they're, put, or they're cherry picking the pictures that people put on social. They don't put their day when they're, sad in bed and yeah, they can't get up yeah. in their pyjamas. They put their day when they're on holiday in the Bahamas somewhere. And it's like, exactly that. it's not real. It's not, a, it's not a real reflection of life. And I think it's so right about, you know, scrolling for a few seconds. And how do you feel after that scroll? Do you feel like a little bit more negative? Because that then is something that you need to remove yourself from. And, you know, anything that you do that you need to take a break from, generally isn't going to be that good for you because you don't take a break from healthy eating. You don't take a break from the gym because they're good for you all the time. Exactly. But you you have to take a break from things like bad food or drink or social media or whatever. It's such a dangerous place to be. We need to start reevaluating what we're exposing ourselves to. Exactly. And and coming on to that, you know, one of the things that really struck me about the first time we, we met was how important your family is to you. And I, and I just felt that whole conversation that we had um, was was great because the respect you've got for your elders, elders in terms of the music industry and the people who have come before you, the respect you've got for your family and, and kind of linking into the social media thing, who you surround yourself with is so important, right? I mean, yeah, that so kind of make and break people. Really can. Toxic people can really drag you down, but if you surround yourself with the right people, the support, the love, the encouragement you get will take you to another level. How have you found that? Yeah, no, I've had to do that exact exact thing. So, you know, before doing music and, and releasing music, I had my friends, I had, you know, a big group of friends at school and whatnot. But I've realised over the years um, that I've had to sort of limit the amount of people that I did sort of speak to um, and and it was all about energy you know i could i can feel people's energy and if i'm not feeling the right energy you know i did take the selfish step and and sort of took you know a back step from them and and, and you know maybe didn't interact with them as as you, as i would do but that is also because of you know the reactions they may have had and um and you know it, you know it could stem from jealousy jealousy could stem from all these things and the the best way i found you know, dealing with it was just sort of taking a step back and removing myself from the situation. So especially in music, you definitely, definitely need the right people around you. Um, I, I, I would say it's, it's, it's really important if you're by yourself or if you have the wrong people around you, they can lead you astray and, and it can be quite a dangerous place then I would say definitely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you know, you said that like you had to kind of cut people off it in a selfish way, but sometimes being selfish is what's necessary. We have to protect our energy, right? We have to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. A lot of people have a, a, a real struggle with being selfish or doing the right thing for them because they feel like they're doing something bad to someone else, but there's nothing bad with removing yourself from certain people who aren't helping you 
get to where you need to get to. Exactly, exactly that. And and I think, you know, you, in certain situations, you do have to be selfish because, you know, it's your future, it's your mindset. And if, if somebody's consistently making you feel a certain way, then, you know, you can talk to them about it. But if still there's no, you know, improvement on the situation, then you have to take that selfish step. And for, for, for your own sake, really, um, but not only with music, with any sort of situation, you, you can't keep yourself in a situation that, you know, keeps you in a negative mindset. 100%. And, and that, like you say, that goes way beyond music. That yeah, goes into, yeah, every, your, every that goes into friendships, yeah. family, relationships, you know, everything, yeah. work, what you do for, a, what you do for hobbies that you, we have to make choices and make choices that might seem selfish, but they're actually benefiting you because the better you are, the better we are as a, as a person, the more we've got to give to other people. If yeah. you're drained, how can you give your best? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. It's so, such an important thing. It's such an important thing. So, so who would you say has had the biggest influence on your mindset? Like, you know, talking to you today, that you, you, you're so focused. You are, you know, you're able to see beyond the problems that come up for you and see something better. How has that grown in you? How has that come about in life? Has, would you say someone's influenced you or is it just something that you've learned growing up yourself? Um. I think musically, if we go to say the people that I've idolized as as artists, uh, what there's two in particular. There's Jazzy B, um, and the reason why I idolize Jazzy B is because he has that image that is so outlandish, and 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 he he because I've met him a couple times, and 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 he's not he's not in ego. You people would expect that of him because of how outlandish his look is, but but he just has that. He has that non-care of what people think, and he and he's such a positive and energetic person in in the room. He fills the room with laughter, and 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 I sort of try and emulate that in a sense that I I try and spread positivity, but but also he does have that side to him which is very very grounded. So whenever I used to speak right. to him, it wasn't just you know flashy cars, all that kind of stuff. He would say, "You need to put years and years of hard work into this," and then if you do that, then who? Who is who? Who can say that you you know you don't deserve where you where you are and where where you're at the, at, at the moment? So, Jazzy B in particular, because you know he put that hard work in. He was outlandish. He was unique as an artist. And then someone like Diljeet, who's come from the bend in Punjab and taken over the whole world, you know, gone to gone into Bollywood, gone into you know you know the the mo- movie industry as well. He he's literally become a household name, and 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 he probably had a, a lot more difficult starting than I did, right? And to 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 imagine what he's had to go through, and to it's just it's just I I always find it mind blowing what he's achieved, uh, because uh, till till this day I don't think any other artist has achieved to that extent what he has achieved. So yeah, you know uh, that them two in particular, it, it also shows you that it is possible with hard work and dedication. We're talking about the Jeet, like. He's been doing for twenty plus years, right? Um, uh, Jazzy B's thirty, maybe up to thirty years. So these people have really put their time and effort into it, and and I think you know that's what makes me continuously work hard at what I'm doing and spend time with what I'm doing because I know that you know there's always that 
chance that you know things could things could happen so yeah um musically i'd say to that and then family wise i'd say biggest biggest um motivation would be my mom because she's such a hard hard worker day to day um you know um she does so much for the family she does she's such a caring person and um i'd say yeah she motivates me day to day to to push myself as as much as i can do and and yeah i'd say that those are the main main people really amazing okay Jagda, so if you were going to make an inspirational playlist, what three songs would have to be on there for you? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, I'm going to go for, now for completely forgotten what it's called, but it's the Eminem rap. You you might be able to help me with this. I've forgotten what it's called, but it gets me going every every time. Is it lose, lose yourself. yourself. Lose yourself yeah. in the moment, yeah. right? Lose, yeah. Because those lyrics are so powerful and i think anybody that listens to that song if if you don't get driven by the lyrics and the, and the way he's delivered it the music that i know what the song could possibly get you going so that song is one that that always gets me going if i feel like i need a little pick me up or something um and then i think if you go to the asian scene it may be something like shared punjabi by amadhaya those electric guitars at the beginning of the track and the lyrics again it's just you know going back to your culture you know um you know just trying to push yourself and, and and represent in the best way possible so that would be another one um at the moment i would probably say um there's a song that diljit uh, did called high end it's quite a um, materialistic song but what it represents is the years of hard work he's had to go through so in the video he's obviously posing with all you know his lifestyle and whatever but what i think about when i think about that song is that whole journey that he's had um you know going through that so and the music's so good it's got you know a lot of bass and all that kind of stuff so it gets me going so yeah i'd say those are the three that that stick out in my mind and um, three great three great choices <laughs> and you know it's Putting, putting those on a playlist would definitely get you going if you were to hear those three <laughs> yeah. back to back. And music has that power, doesn't it, to make so you does, feel yeah. a different way. I mean, like, you know, we, we're talking about the mindset and this, but, you know, sometimes when you need it and you're feeling a little bit down and you put on a piece of music, if you put on, for example, Eminem, Lose Yourself, it's going to raise your vibration and raise your energy. And music just has that power to cross borders and boundaries and make you feel a different way it's so powerful it's so powerful and that's why that's why i love it so much is because we talked about before embracing negative emotions as well i, I don't know about you but whenever i feel negative um and i feel me and, and i listen to maybe like a negative song you know a sad song it does make me feel a bit better because you know it makes me process those emotions and um it's such a powerful thing and and especially in a time like this with everything that's going on in america you know one thing with music especially you know we talk about uh, you know um punjabi music crossing over you know spanish music crossing over it, it really doesn't discriminate it's it's all about you know equality anyone can you know connect with it and it brings people together so many times i've seen you know people of all races uh, you know doing bhangra to you know whatever song it may be and I, I think to myself you know what that is music and you don't see that often you don't see you know complete strangers from different backgrounds you know dancing together but music can really do that so it's such a powerful tool it's such that's a powerful that's tool. so true i mean there's very few things in the world that can unite and bring people together like music can Definitely, definitely. So if there was one piece of mindset advice that you were going to give and share to people, if there was one message that you think this is what I would want to share 
to the listeners, what would it be? I would say it's going to be twofold. I would say live in the moment. Don't think about the future too much and don't be too hard on yourself. Know that it's a process. Know that it's a learning process and everything takes time. Everything worthwhile takes time. So give cut yourself some slack. Um, live in the moment. Appreciate what you have in the moment and work hard. Work hard. I know I've said a lot of things there, but it all is sort of encompassing the same sort of thing. <laughs> um but rewind that and listen to it again because it's all great advice there. <laughs> but yeah, that would be the thing. Um, you know, um, it, it's so much easier said than done, but you have to do that every single day. Just keep reminding your mind in the morning, wherever, whenever you feel the we- you're at your weakest, consistently put those thoughts into your mind, those positive, you know, thoughts, and 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 you can get there, man. You can do it. That's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And just so people know. Where can they find out more about you? Instagram handles, what's going on? And, and just kind of, just to finish is, what have you got coming up right now? So yeah, just um, a lot of music made, a lot of music I'm in the process of making. So uh, as we've already spoken about, music is, is is so up in the air and you don't know when something's going to happen, but I can guarantee new music this year. So uh, just keep keep uh, it locked with all my socials at Jagdad Dule. Um, on all my socials it's the same tag so yeah just keep it locked and let's just see what the future holds (laughs) Jagdar it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you Uh, so much great information and advice and you know I know for a fact that your career is going to go from strength to strength but it's going to be built on the mindset you know music will the talent is obviously there but the mindset that goes with it's there as well it's been fascinating speaking to you thank you so much for your time today no thank you for having me man i had a good time and i think it's really important we talk about these sort of things especially you know the negatives as well as the positives so thank you for having me